listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Allie Drapos. And Allie told the crowd about when she got totally blacked out while working on a cruise ship. This week, I sat down with Olivia Witt when we were both at the comedy club in Madison, Wisconsin. And Olivia told me about the time she shit her pants at Yale. Here's Olivia Witt. for you is a I'm sure you've got a lot of these shitting your pants stories um but there's always room for more yeah I, I will say so mine is special because uh, it happened at Yale which I think is very funny yeah Ivy League and Ivy your League pants. shitting your pants uh and then number two I got away with it like it's been in public <laughs> and no one noticed which I think is the other best part about it so uh I was doing a I was working as a buyer for a summer camp in college took place at Yale. They let us live in, like, the dorms on the quad. It was really nice. Very fun. It was, like, all college students who worked there. Wait, where'd you go to college? William and Mary. Oh, so the, you're their sweater you're wearing? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, for the listener. Yes, yeah, for the listener. Um, and, yeah, so when I went there, I got recruited to, like, work at this camp at Yale one summer, which is also funny because then I went and bought, like, sweatshirts and stuff from Yale and I ended up wearing them at William and Mary and then people were like oh you go to grad school at Yale and it's like no <laughs> just, like the merch <laughs> I yeah I had a professor who was like oh are you going uh to Yale after this and I was like dude I'm in your class and have a seat like there's no <laughs> way I this is for my major um but we went to that camp and I, it was such a fun summer like it's all college kids who work there so you work there all day, and then people go out and, like, drink, and none of the bars card super hard. So it was, you know, I'm 20, going out, drinking a ton every night, getting back up uh, every day, driving around, probably pretty unsafe because I had, like, two hours of sleep, mm-hmm. um, being out in the sun because I had to, like, move boxes and stuff. Um, so the day this happened was we had gone out the night before. I stayed out super late, drinking, partying with people. Uh, next day, woke up, uh, what was special about this day was that it was, there were like three shifts of camp, so that we would get like new campers every once in a while, and this was a day where like people came to pick up people, so they were like, okay, at 8am, you have to wake up and be like out in the sun, so, yeah, I woke up, had like a, hangover in the sun is so rough, category 5 hangover, (laughs) I, it was also, it was so hot, I remember it was like 95 degrees, I couldn't like, absolutely not. Couldn't find my shorts that morning. I had, like, leggings on with a t-shirt. I was just, like, hot. You're making me sick. <laughs> did not have any water. Uh, miraculously, I was, like, did not. I was, like, so worried about throwing up. And I was, like, did not have a, that big of a headache. Did not throw up. But I was, like, something is off. <laughs> but I made it to lunch. They bring lunch out. They're, like, we're going to eat lunch outside. And I'm, like, I would kill for air conditioning right now. But that's. <laughs> what was lunch? <laughs> a, like, a box. It was, like, fish. <laughs> box cheese sandwich and like honestly some pretzels like I was like this is gonna be fine um we finish up lunch I stand up no warning completely shit my pants <laughs> so the cheese sandwich <laughs> yeah I, I ate like a little bit of food and it just went directly through me so but then here I feel like here's where it gets interesting in that like I'm just like okay I have pants full of shit <laughs> I'm wearing like leggings but they're also kind of loose like it's wait, not... wait, this is 
This isn't a chart. This is like you filled your pants. This was just like, not completely. It was, <laughs> it was just pure like liquid. Just <laughs> yeah, there was no, there was it wasn't it wasn't a chart. It was I, like there was just nothing holding it. it was, everything just gave out as I stood up. Like um, when a bird shits. Yeah. And so there was, like, an initial moment of shock where I was like, what happened? I'm yeah. wet now? <laughs> what happened? And then I moved, and then I, like, took another step forward and was like, oh, I need to, like, leave this public area <laughs> immediately. But we're, like, in the middle of this quad. We all have, we're all staying in dorms surrounding the quad. So I was like, okay, I need to just run to my dorm because then I can, like, change. So, luckily I'm wearing black leggings, so you can't, like, really notice, but it is, like, I can feel it running oh. down my leg. Uh, and I was like, I have until my ankle. Like, so I gotta, <laughs> I gotta go. So that was the hardest part, was I'm, like, running, but also kind of waddling <laughs> back up to where I was staying. Uh, took, like, bottoms off. I just threw them in the trash. Because oh. it's like, people are like, oh, you can't believe you got rid of your leggings. It's like, you can't. Those leggings are haunted now. Yeah. I can't put those back on my body ever. I can't, like, mentally, even if I were to clean them, there would be no way. So I just, yeah. Well, I, yeah. Everything in the trash. I've never understood dis- the non-disposable diapers that people have. Like, yeah. You know, the, like, hippie parents use the, the cloth ones. How are we cleaning those? Well, even, like, the... You scrape it off first, like a plate? The thinks period underwear. I'm like, that seems... I'm curious about those as well. Yeah. But it's, like, that's a liquid, at least. I think you can wring it out. I mean, I guess you were shooting liquid, but it's different. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've gotten periods that have been... Chunky. chunky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I have as well, yeah. Yeah, where do the chunks go? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I feel like, I too, I got an IUD, and now I feel like all of my periods, like, I get no blood. It's just parts. Me too. That yeah, I I haven't got a period for a long time, but now I'm starting to kind of get them again. And they're like, yeah, it's there's not it's not really liquid. It's like kind of this dark like. I just get like a I get like sometimes I get a clump that I'm like I feel like I should report this on a Texas website. Oh, I don't get any big ones. I get like, but it's like, the old blood like I think right. Yeah. When it's dark. It's like old or whatever. I don't know. It's pretty um. It's kind of a wild card situation down there right now. Cause I've had it for a while, so I think it's starting to like lose some of its. You know, and then your period kind of comes back. How long have you had it? Um, I've had it for at least five years, and it's good for seven, so. Okay. I remember when I got it in, I was like, I was like, this will be great, because I was probably like your age, too. I was, I was like, by the time my IUD is done, I'll be ready to have children. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm like, like, oh yeah, two years for sure, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've had mine for, like, a year, a little over a year at this point. Um, but I think it is one of those things where they were, like... Which one is hormonal? Uh, yeah, I got the Lyletta. I have Lyletta. Oh, cool. Oh, actually, you know why? Because I got it in Madison. That's probably why. That's what, Yeah. They, they probably have, like, a deal or whatever. Like, yeah, that's probably. They get, like, back every time they plug one of those. I had a horrible first year, too. Did you? Was it? Oh, it's awful. I, I had my period for... I say this on this podcast, like, 900 times. But I had my period for, like, 40 days straight... And I was like, I was like, where is this even coming from? It's yeah. Like, like nonstop period. And then I was really, at the time I didn't realize what was happening, but I was having all these mood swings and stuff. I was crying all the time. I couldn't figure out what's happening. Every, if I would have like two beers, I would have a meltdown and cry. And like, and then I, the worst part though was I got really broke out a lot. And I was like, oh. I was like, I can't be going back to like teenage level zits as an adult. That's, that's what made me, I was like, should I get this thing out? I was like, I can't do these zits anymore. But yeah. 
than like a year out. Oh, that's so interesting that you say that because uh, I had the same thing where I like I had I had a period every day for like six months, and my doctor's like, just take a ton of Advil, and I'm like, that can't be good for you. Yeah, I don't know. They did warn me about that, but I was like, not me though, and then super was me. No, <laughs> yeah, for like the next six months, I had like a little bit of a period every day. Like I don't have any underwear that's nice now. Oh, I know. Um, I know, and then when you do get the period, it's a surprise. It's like, yeah, all my underwear are yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, and the mood swings too, I think I probably had those, but that was also like, I got my, uh, IUD and then I, like, the pandemic happened. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, really stressed about my job and stuff too, so it was kind of like, oh, yeah, probably looking back, there was probably an element of that that made me just, like, crazy. They are chucking you full of hormones. Yeah, so it's like. Yeah. Yeah, but during the time when I was in it, I couldn't see what was happening, and then I, then I came out of it and I was like. Oh, that was, that's why, and, like, me and Tola were, like, fighting, because I was so, like, sensitive, and it was bad. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, they're Birth control like... in and of itself is, uh, it, you know, <laughs> makes you not have sex with people. Yes, I know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm bleeding all the time, and, and everyone hates me. <laughs> also, yeah, <laughs> I'm a huge cunt right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, also, it is, like, I know people say, but, like, if... Men, if men had it, it, one of those symptoms from a birth control, they would it would be fixed. Like the, the, what yeah. we're going through, and that like is like normalized. That like our my, like my life was disrupted. Like for six months mm-hmm. was like fucked up, so I wouldn't have a baby. And then meanwhile, men are just squirting their little hearts content. Yeah, there is birth control. You can get like stuff shot in your balls. That can you know? Yeah. I would like to hear That's about like that. That's like a thing that, it, it's the same thing for like five, I mean, I don't, I haven't looked into it, because why would I? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> that's like a, that, there is like birth control that exists for men, but it's just like, so not normalized in our society that no one wants it. Even condoms are too much for, for many, for many of the men I've run across. They're yeah. like, what? I can't, my, my, my dinky won't be hard enough with the condom on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then you have to paint it like, well... How much of a whore do you think I am? Because <laughs> yeah, you, you have never had them with them, mm-hmm. and I have only bad condoms with me. So <laughs> my condoms are like discount, like dollar store. <laughs> I, I do buy like gas. I feel like I buy really nice condoms, but I do get like the gas station pack of like three, and I'm like, why did like why did I do this? They're so expensive too for three. Yeah, and it's like you know you might you might burn one before you can get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> get going. Uh, <laughs> um okay anyway so you throw your pants away yes um which also i'm still i'm like covered in shit so i also <laughs> then have to like that i i think i grabbed a towel i might have just sprinted pantsless to the because we didn't have like a bathroom in our suite i had to like oh. go out in the hall but i think i like grabbed shorts and underwear went out in the hall uh, to the bathroom and then just kind of, like, hosed myself down in the shower. <laughs> like, took a brief shower. Um, I also, like, we finished up lunch, so I have to be back at work in, like, two minutes. Um, I, you know, I also was, like, having a conversation with my friends and then just bolted. <laughs> so, I, luckily someone was, like, turned around when this happened. Um, but I put on shorts, got myself cleaned up, raced back outside, um... I did leave my, like, pants full of shit in my room, which I also then, like, mentally made a note of. Yeah. 
came back outside. The good news was they were like, oh, Olivia, we didn't see you leave. Where'd you go? And I was like, yeah, went to the bathroom. Because I had leggings on, it was a 95-degree day. I was like, I got hot, so I went back, put on shorts. They were like, oh, that's smart. And I, I was like... Went to the bathroom, nothing weird happened. I yeah. wasn't covered in my own shit. Completely. I had a very chill, normal time. Um, and, yeah, yeah. Just girl stuff. Yeah, they, and everyone bought it. It was... I was like... I, that was another thing was I like... No one found out about it. I was really like, I cannot believe I got away with that. Um, what, what an accomplishment. But yeah, I left my pants full of shit back at my dorm and, uh... Did you share the dorm or you were... You had your own dorm? I had my own room. Oh, okay. Like, everyone had their own room, which was nice. So, I... I was able to, like, a couple hours later go back and then, like, dispose the, discreetly and, like, a... Night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I didn't completely stink up my room, which was nice, but... Um, yeah, that's my story, because I feel like that's... It's such a... It's such a win to shit your pants... Because it was also, we were in this quad with, like, there were tons of people. I was with, like, a 50-person group, and I shit my <laughs> pants, and no one noticed. I think it's beautiful that you can look at this situation and call it a win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a glass half full mentality. Yeah. That, that is really... Oh, hell yeah, go me. <laughs> some good ones okay okay so at our live show the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously and these are some of those stories all right okay i recently got std tested the nurse called me back a week later and said okay sweetie the bad news is you have chlamydia but the good news is it's only in your anus (laughs) the only advantage to getting anal chlamydia (laughs) was that later that day i got dumped and afterwards i got to say well you might have my butt chlamydia in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you could get chlamydia in your butt. That's awesome. God's chlamydia. That's got to be that's itchy. A, that's a Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's a loophole chlamydia. Um, I wonder what that is like. Um, I have questions. I have questions. <coughs> okay. Um... Wait here. Okay. Um, as a roller... Okay, I'm doing another one. I didn't make that clear. As a roller derby official, we had to stop the game because a bloody tampon was on the track. <laughs> oh, my God. And that seems very roller derby to me. Yeah. But also, I've never... I've never had a tampon fall out of me. Oh, yeah. That was, that was always a stressor of mine because um, I remember growing up and being very afraid of that. Uh, I was a swimmer, so I had to, like, use tampons. Like, I couldn't ease into tampons. It was a real, like, you got to learn how to use them day one. Uh, So that was stressful. But then talking to my mom about it, I was like, I'm so worried it's going to fall out. And my mom was like, don't worry, Olivia. In, like, the 30 years I've had a period, I've only ever had one fall out. And then I was like, you had one fall out? (laughs) No, no, no. I have never had one fall out. I do, I do remember getting another one of these stories, though, where somebody was, like, they were, like, in a, they were, like, dancing, they were, like, doing, like, a Latin ballroom class, and, and it fell out, and they had to dance and, like, kick it off the side of the, oh but gosh. you know what, every vagina is different and can take a different load, probably. Yeah. Have you ever done the thing, I've, I've put in a tampon, forgot I put a tampon in, and then put another tampon in? I have never done that, but I have heard that story 
Everyone else has done that. that yeah. Is, uh, yeah. And well, I know somebody that said that she would put in, when she was having like a heavy flow, she would put in two tampons on purpose. Oh my gosh. I know. Just get, I was like, wow. Just get the bigger ones then. Two, two big ones. Ugh. So be, I think, yeah, I, that's, uh. Time to go over like sausages. I know. Ooh. I mean, yeah, I haven't used tampons in years though because I've been, I'm on the diva cup train and I'll never get off. Um, okay, this one. <laughs> I once walked in on my little brother jerking off to the third Harry Potter book. <laughs> Wait, the book? Not even the movie? <laughs> I know, and I'm trying to think what... There's not much horny stuff in the third book. Like, if we're talking the sixth book, I would... There's a scene I would jack off to in that one. Um, yeah. And the fourth book, honestly. A little bit of horny stuff. The third, they're... I that's, think they're 13. Is so. that, which one is that? Prisoner of Asking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like, a, there's like an old guy in that, and that Although, follows the... Yeah, the... Sirius is sexy, but... Yeah, this one leaves more oh. questions, I think, than it answers. Oh, wait, but is that the one where he dates uh, Cho Chang? No, is... that's the fourth one. Oh, okay, so it's not well, an Asian Well, they don't date, but they're kind of, um... There's, a, there's some moments there, right? Oh, wait, did they date in the... Maybe they did in the fifth. Or not. They definitely, they definitely they have kiss a thing. in the fifth one. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, that's the horny bit. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you didn't want to know when, when Harry kisses Cho Chang. <laughs> um, okay, I, got one, I have one more for you. I'm a pretty... This, this one comes from a man. I'm a pretty active dude. So when my tailbone started to hurt, I wrote it off as a likely tailbone sprain or muscle strain. The pain got worse and worse and grew to the point where I was losing mobility and could not sit down comfortably. I was losing sleep and was exhausted from standing all day. Finally, after consuming an inhumane amount of coffee, I sat down to take a shit and felt an incredible amount of relief. After I looked back at the toilet and there was an entire murder scene of sprayed, dense blood, turns out I had a pelonidal cyst that had burst, coagulated black blood chunks, and pus was spraying out of my body after two weeks of swollen buildup. It was peak COVID, so I had to take <laughs> crouched asshole upshot selfies to send to my doctor until it all stopped. The wound looked like a tiny vagina. Oh my gosh. That is so well described. I feel like I can Describe, see it all. Yeah. And I like it. If I'm being honest, I like stuff like this. <laughs> <laughs> it is like, it's like a pimple popping video Sounds on Sounds good. Oh yeah. Yeah. This was, it does sound good, but... I, like, I can imagine that relief. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, that'd be amazing. I got, like... I had a really bad sore throat once, and I got, like, a big sort of cyst thing in the back of my throat. And I, like, coughed once, and I, like, coughed a piece of pus out. Oh. But it well, that fe- would taste... But it, I would throw up. It didn't, well, it didn't touch my, like, tongue at all. Oh, okay. It, like, just went, like, just I went coughed and up. went straight, like, straight directly out. And then, but then, like, my sore throat was gone, and I felt so much better. Like, it really was, like, oh, refreshing. Our bodies are such nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I have this very, I think I'll, that when I was, I was a senior in high school, and I had a zit inside my ear, and it hurt so, because you know how they're, like, yeah. your ear is so tender, and it hurt so bad, and I was trying to pop it, and I was, and I was in California for a science fair. <laughs> like, I remember <laughs> where I was. I'm trying to pop this thing so hard, and I'm, like, poking it with a needle, and it's not, it's not going away, and it hurts so bad, and then I finally popped it with, like, I think I used, like, a pen, you know, like, without, I think I used, like, a, the round part, 
like without the thing in the middle, like to use. Oh, you just yeah. And I, is my ears. I heard it. <laughs> it was like oh, and and it felt so much better. And I, it was really beautiful. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> and yeah. I was in San Jose. <laughs> um. Yeah. I can also relate to the, the thing in the story about uh, taking pictures for your doctor. Uh, I got diagnosed with HS uh, during COVID, which honestly I think might I don't know be related to IUD. So it's basically you get like cysts in your armpits. Oh. And it's like a hormonal thing. It's like oh, gotcha. it's like, an, like your immune system freaks out basically, like you have a hyperactive immune system. And so when your body, like, you get, like, even a slight bit of, like, you know, bacteria or something, your body just, like, overfights it off, which is how you get these things in your armpits. But I thought, like, I got, like, a really big bump in my armpit, and I freaked out, and I was like, oh, my, I have cancer. Oh, I know, because that's for the nose. I, yeah. I, I do that. Sometimes my armpit is sore, and I go, well, this cancer. Sit. Mm-hmm. So, but I remember. Did they pop? Uh, they don't pop. They're, like, too far underneath the. Um, well, that's really. It, I tried to pop. You, the, I was say, have you poked it? I, I tried to pop the first one like a lot, but it like makes it way worse. Oh, totally for sure. <laughs> it like just really hurts. Absolutely. There's no like head or anything on it, and they don't really <laughs> like go away that way. So it's Bummer. yeah. It they're they are very annoying. But now I have like a wash and a pill I can take if I get um, more, which is nice. But I it was during COVID. They hurt though. Yeah. Yeah. But it was during COVID, so I had to, like, take pictures of my armpits and send them to my doctors. But it's also, like, I'm so bad at deleting files that, like, occasionally now it's like, what do I have in my downloads? Oh, 80 pictures of very gross armpits. Uh, (laughs) One of my friends sent me a picture. um, He had hemorrhoids, and he was taking pictures of his asshole to see what was going on down there. And he mentioned that to me, and I went, send, let me see those. (laughs) And he was like, absolutely not, but I don't know how I did it. We wore them down and sent me a picture, and I was like... This is actually too much for me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I really, you gotta be careful what you wish for because they are weird looking. <laughs> they look like blueberries. It's terrible. Oh my gosh. Our live story comes from Allie Drapos. Allie helps run a show called Verified Laughs at the Laugh Factory on Wednesdays, and this was recorded in June of 2021. Here's Allie Drapos.
get drunk, you know, like a lot of other people. You know, I talk too much. Sometimes I get a little too sexual. Um, but sometimes I extort people for money. <laughs> I'm gonna backtrack a little. Uh, four years ago, I was hired to be a professional improviser by the Second City Theater. Thank you so much. <laughs> At the time, it was my dream job. Like, you know, finally, there was a picture of me next to all these photos of Tina Fey and Amy Poehler right up on the big pamphlet that they hand out to everybody for free on a cruise ship. I got hired to do improv on a cruise ship. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> If you've never been on a cruise, it's basically um, for people who want to take a vacation at the mall. <laughs> <laughs> I have never been on one before though. But it's like these people are basically like, yeah, I could fly to Bermuda, but wouldn't it be cool if on the way there I could see eat, piss, and sleep? <laughs> on like a floating JC Penny. <laughs> it's honestly so pathetic. I auditioned for it seven times. <laughs> wanted it so bad. Uh, my boyfriend also auditioned, and we both got in. Woo! He's like somewhere over there. <laughs> and it was so cool because we're on the same ship, and for the first time in my life, I was actually happy that my boyfriend is an improviser. <laughs> job I ever had. I only worked two nights a week, and every other like moment I wasn't working, I just got to enjoy everything that the experience of constantly being drunk gives me. <laughs> you know? It was just amazing. And uh, one night, though, I took it a little too far. Um, I was hanging out with my friend Josh, who's like a beautiful male ballerina. And we had a few too many feel and breezy cocktails. <laughs> you know, um, actually, Pitbull uh, was the ship celebrity, and he. <laughs> every cruise ship like has their like celebrity that has the key to the ship, and Pitbull was mine. So actually, my drink of choice was the Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Wearing a fedora. 
I'm sorry, you're just asking for trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you ever met somebody whose vibe is just sh so shitty that you like immediately are like, okay, I'm gonna steal money from this person? <laughs> Front, 
He's like, I am the head security, oh, wait, mm. I'm the head security officer. <laughs> and he tells me that basically I've been accused of theft by a passenger in the amount of $200. And immediately I just start crying. I felt like, oh my God, I can't believe I did this. Like I felt so guilty. I felt like Yolanda in the movie Selena, that scene. <laughs> was this man gave me money for no reason. <laughs> so we can all just stop <laughs> this charade and just like go back to our lives. Like, you know, just chill. He just stared at me for a second that felt like forever and then he put me in handcuffs. <laughs> he put me in cuffs in front of my boyfriend, which honestly was kind of cool. <laughs> then he took me to the ship prison office, <laughs> which was not cool. And I tried to explain myself. You know, I basically told him everything I just told you guys. Um, and he was like, well, we have footage. And I was like, oh, cool. Um, except not, because they had footage of everything that happened after the bar. They, the angle where the camera was in the bar, you couldn't see me, you couldn't see this guy, you couldn't see any of it. But what you did see was, well, here's how the meeting went, basically. He was like, Alessandra, 12.35 a.m., here you are at the casino. Uh, as an employee of the ship, you are forbidden to use the casino. Here you are at the ATM in the casino, uh, somewhat falling asleep, standing up. That happens Here you are playing the slots at 12.58. As an employee of the ship, you are forbidden, uh, change the pronunciation there. Forbidden from using the slot machine. Uh, here you are at 1.15 on the passenger elevator arguing with your boyfriend. As an employee of the ship, you are prohibited from using the passenger elevator to argue you with your boyfriend. It's a little specific. He was like, shut up. He was like, Alessandra, listen, I don't really trust this man. To be quite honest with you, something, the hat, I don't trust him. I was like, yes, lieutenant. And he was like, get off. But he knew, and I knew, but it didn't matter that we both knew that I was telling the truth. He was like, unless you can prove it, you have basically 24 hours to come up with some proof. Otherwise, you are gonna have to uh, adapt to spending a good amount of time in a Caribbean jail. <laughs> because we have, no, like, that's just, you know, like, you're cute, but you're not that cute bitch. <laughs> so I was like, fuck, this sucks. I left and I just start crying. I'm, like, so upset. Then I remember, oh my god, I have audio memos that I've been recording this whole time throughout like, my time on the ship because um, I planned on writing a screenplay, shut up, I'm so kind about my time on the ship shows. I was like, surely I, did, I recorded that, like that's crazy. Looked through all my voice memos, nothing, um, nothing. This, you know, extremely weird situation I didn't think to record. Um, so I uh, felt really hopeless. I felt completely defeated, and I took a shit. <laughs> and this shit was not only a hangover shit, but it was also a, you, you might go to prison, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> shit. 
So imagine what my poop looks like. <laughs> so I'm on the toilet like seven inches from our bed and I see my boyfriend going through my phone and I'm like, don't even bother. I, I looked everywhere and he was like, wait a minute, well, what about this video? And I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, I think this is it, Allie. And I was like, don't fuck with me. Here it is. Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Olivia Witt. Well, I am hosting at the Laughing Tap next weekend, so that'll be fun. Um, yeah, in Milwaukee. And yeah, that's it. Thanks. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.